Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mahashada from the Tibetan. One day the king went into the park with his wives and enjoyed himself there together with them. One of them took off a string of pearls worth a hundred thousand pieces of money and hung it on a spray of an asoka tree. While sporting with the king she forgot about it and left it there. At midnight, after she had gone back to the palace with the king, she remembered that she had left her necklace in the forest. Meanwhile it had been carried off to the top of a tree by a female monkey. The king ordered his men to hasten to the forest and bring back the necklace. They went there, but they did not find it. Now a beggar had gone there in search of the remnants of the food of which other men had made a meal. As he came forth from the forest after partaking of such food, the king's men arrested him. As no one else was to be seen there, they called on him to render up the necklace. Although he protested that he had not taken it, had not even seen it, yet he was beaten with fists and stakes, and then thrown into prison. Tormented by hunger, he reflected that unless he contrived some cunning way of escape, he would die there of starvation. So he said to the jailer that he had, it was true, taken the pearl necklace, but that he had given it to such and such a young merchant. Him also the king's men summoned and the two men were set fast connected by wooden fetters. The merchant used to receive from home dainty food. While he was partaking of it, the beggar asked him for some. But the merchant reviled him, saying, It is all very well for you to accuse me of theft in order that I may nourish you with my food. I will give you none of it. And having thus spoken, he ate it all up. After this, when the merchant wished to change his place, and said, Let us stand up and move, the beggar replied, I will not listen to your words, I shall not get up. Then said the merchant, Henceforward will I behave, so that you will be contented. Thus, with friendly words and with an oath, he won over the beggar, and was able to do as he wished. The next day the merchant sent home orders to provide in future food enough for two persons. Thereat the beggar was highly pleased, and he reflected that in former times he used to wander about the whole city without being able to find the means of filling his belly, but now food and drink in plenty were at hand. While they so enjoyed themselves, a further desire arose within them. They thought that in order to have still more pleasure they must call in a lute-player. So the beggar accused a lute-player also of having taken the string of pearls. 
Then the king's men cast him also into the prison. After some time the others besought the beggar to find some means whereby they might become free, saying that in that case he should want for nothing. He promised to do so, and bethought himself that no one could be of use except Mahashada. So he told the king's men that Mahashada's son had likewise taken part in the affair, and they sent for him also. When Mahashada heard that his son had been imprisoned, he felt that he must certainly go to the place, for if he did not do so his son would fret himself. On arriving there he asked the king what offense his son had committed. The king replied that he had been imprisoned on the testimony of the beggar with respect to the stolen pearl necklace. When Mahashada had become fully acquainted with the contrivance of the captives, he said to the king, the theft has not been committed by any of these people. Let them all go free on my word. So they were released. After this he went out to the park and came to the spot to the very tree where they had been before. When he looked closely at the tree, he perceived a female monkey sitting at the top of it. Then he felt sure that this animal had taken the string of pearls, and that it must be enticed to come down by some artifice. So he asked the king to go there with his wife, and when there to hang a necklace round her neck. When that was done, the monkey, as it sat on the treetop, hung the pearl necklace round its neck. Then Mahashada told the king's wife to dance. When she did so, the monkey on the treetop also began to dance. But still the string of pearls did not fall from off its neck. In order to bring that about, Mahashada asked the king to make his wife, as she danced, hang down her head. Then the monkey also began to dance about with its head hanging down, whereupon the string of pearls fell down off its neck. Full of joy, the king embraced Mahashada, and bestowed much property upon him.